0: Chapter Fourteen of Electricity and Magnetism This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Don Evans Electricity and Magnetism by Elisha Gray. Chapter Fourteen way duplex system. A novel form of double transmission was invented by the writer soon after the completion of the harmonic system, and was an outgrowth of it. It's still in use on some of the railroad lines. An ordinary railroad telegraph line has an instrument in circuit in every office along the road, chiefly for purposes of train dispatching. As we have heretofore explained, whenever any one office is sending, The dispatch is heard in all of the offices. The way duplex system permits of the use of the line for through business simultaneously with the operation of the local offices. That is to say, any station along the line may be telegraphing with any other station by the ordinary Morse method, and at the same time, messages may be passing back and forth between the two end offices. This is accomplished by the following method. At each end of the line there is a tuned reed, such as we have described in our last chapter, that is kept constantly in vibration by a local battery during working hours. This vibrator is so arranged in relation to the battery that whenever the key belonging to it is depressed, the current all through the line is rendered vibratory. There is also in circuit at each end of the line a harmonic relay, that is tuned in accord with the vibrating reed of the sender. If either key belonging to this part of the system is opened as in the act of sending a message, these harmonic relays, being tuned in sympathy with the sending vibrator, will respond, thus sending Morse characters made up of a tone broken into dots and dashes. This tone can be read directly from the relay, or, as is usually the case, it causes the sounder to operate in the common way. You will at once inquire, of course, why the ordinary Morse instruments in the local offices are not affected by these vibratory signals, and also why the harmonic instruments at the end office are not affected by the working of the local offices. The local office does not open the circuit entirely, but simply cuts out a resistance by the operation of the special harmonic key, When a resistance is thrown into an electric circuit, it weakens the current in proportion to the amount of resistance interposed. You will see that there is some current still left in the line when the key is open, but the spring of the relay at the local office is so adjusted as to pull the armatures away from the magnets whenever the current is weakened by throwing in the resistance, so that by this means an ordinary Morse telegraphic relay may be worked without ever entirely opening the circuit. In the way duplex system, there is a resistance at each station that is cut in and out by the operation of its key, which causes all the instruments in the line to work simultaneously except the two harmonic relays located one at each end of the line. These will not respond to anything but the vibratory signal. In order to prevent the Morse relays at the local offices from responding to the vibratory current, a condenser is connected around them. This condenser serves two purposes. It enables the short impulses of the vibrating current to pass around the relays without having to be resisted by the coils of the magnets, and between the pulsations each condenser will discharge through the relay at the local offices and thus fill in the gap between the pulsations, producing the effect on the relay of a steady current. When a line is thus equipped, it may be treated in every respect as two separate wires, one of them doing way business, and the other through business. It's a curious blending of science and mechanism. Another interesting application was made of the system of transmission by musical tones by Edison some years ago. We refer to the transmission of messages to and from a moving railroad train with the head office at the end of the line. In this case, the message was transmitted a part of the distance through the air—another instance of wireless telegraphy. The operation was as follows. One of the wires, strung on the poles nearest to the track, was fitted up with a vibrator and key at the end of the line similar to that of the way duplex just described. In one of the cars was another battery, key, and vibrator and as only one tone was used no tone selecting device or harmonic relay was needed but instead an ordinary receiving telephone was used to read the long and short sounds sent over the lines one end of the battery in the car was connected through the wheels to the earth while the other end was connected to the metal roof of the car being thus equipped we will suppose our train to be out on the road say forty or fifty miles from either end of the line moving at the rate of 40 miles an hour. The operator at Chicago, say, wishes to send a message to the moving train. He operates his key in the ordinary manner, which makes the current on the line vibratory during the time the key is depressed. These electrical vibrations, called magnetic vibrations, or ether waves, to radiate in every direction from the wire at right angles to the direction of the current, like rays of light. When they strike the roof of the car, they create electrical impulses in the metal by induction that was described in Chapter 6 above. These impulses pass through a telephone located in the car to the ground. A Morse operator, listening with the telephone to his ear, will hear the message through the medium of a musical tone chopped up into the Morse code. In like manner, the operator in the car may transmit a message to the roof of the car and thence through the air to the wire which will be heard by anyone listening in a telephone which is connected in that circuit, and as a matter of fact it will be heard from any wire that may be strung on any of the poles on either side of the road. Some years ago an experiment of this kind was made on one of the roads between Milwaukee and Chicago. Oh, what wonderful things can be done with electricity! As a servant of man, it is reliable and accurate, seeming almost to have the qualities of docility when under intelligent direction, that is, in accord with the laws of nature. But under other conditions, it changes from the willing servant to a hard master, hesitating not to destroy life or property without regard to persons or things. That's the end of chapter 14. Recording by Don Evans www.donmevans.com